Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to In The Zone. Happy to have you along for the ride today. It is time to make our weekly NFL picks. It's a Wednesday show, but it's a Friday vibe, a Wednesday-Friday hybrid here. And we've got a, a, another great guest picker for all of you, the one and only Nick Whalen. You can find Nick at rotowire.com. Loads of content to consume over there. And make sure you subscribe to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast, especially if you play Fantasy Hoops. Or if you just love the NBA, you can catch Nick and I together every Wednesday uh, on that episode. They drop episodes throughout the week. Also on SiriusXM Nightly on their Fantasy Network Channel 87. Uh, Nick and I are going to do things a little bit differently today. I'll get to that in a second. Happy pre-Thanksgiving to you. I'm sure you have your affairs in order at this point. We're hours away now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I sure do. Uh, Thanksgiving, one of my favorite holidays. Like, I'm not a huge Christmas guy. Uh, you know, I, I, I think Thanksgiving is a, a far superior holiday. You know, Easter, things of that nature, those are secondary to me. But, uh, yeah, I've already begun my, my annual, like, two-day fast uh, to prepare for the big meal coming at us tomorrow. But it should be a fun weekend, man. I mean, we've got a huge NBA slate tonight, uh, a really, really fun uh, NFL slate as well, spanning, you know, four days now with, with three games on Thursday, the Black Friday game. Still a full Sunday slate, uh, and then Monday night football. So let's get into it. Yeah, and then, I mean, you throw Saturday in the mix, too, with all the rivalry games we oh, have yeah. in college football. This is it's sports, fan, sports fan heaven. Do you have a go-to side dish? That seems to be the popular question around this time of year. Uh, you know, stuffing is, is always going to be uh, you know, right up there for me. Cheesy potatoes are, are something that I, I always request from uh, my mother, my wife's mother. They're both, you know, legendary bakers of cheesy potatoes. And then green bean casserole, you know. Uh, the, the more you can load that up with the, like, those crunchy onions on the top. I'm sure there's, like, an actual term for those, but they're just crunchy onions to me. Uh, those are the big three in my book. Okay, there you go. The, the, the big three coming together to win th- Thanksgiving Day titles uh not one not two not three okay let's get (laughs) to these games we do this every week with someone different straight up picks no spread maybe you can feel free to mention it if you so choose but we'll stick to the tougher ones to pick in terms of just uh trying to select a winner here let's get it going all three thanksgiving games now these aren't necessarily tough to pick but since they're happening on thanksgiving i figured i'd throw it in there um blanket question are we going all chalk here in terms of picking straight up winners with the lions the cowboys and the 49ers if we're talking straight up i don't think you could really go any other direction right uh i i I like the spot for detroit you know they're home for the second week in a row they had they had what felt like their big letdown game last week against chicago that was probably jared goff's worst game in alliance uniform and yet they still won. You know, I think you could view that in, in one of two ways. You could look at it and say, man, they, they played horrible for 85% of that game. This is a real concern because Chicago's not a good team. I choose to look at it as, as a game that 
Detroit found a way to win, right? I mean, you, you, you get a huge stop. You put up two touchdowns in the last four minutes to end up winning that game. And that, that is exactly the type of game that the classic Detroit Lions would lose, right? It's probably a game that the Lions lose last season. And, you know, I, I think it was ugly. They didn't cover. They burned us in the circuit contest. Uh, but they found a way to win. And I, I think that is you're not going to feel great about it after the game, but you feel a hell of a lot worse if you end up losing. So I, I think the, the Lions kind of dodged a bullet. They, they got their their proverbial bad game out of the way, and I think they play a much cleaner game this week. I think they're going to run all over that Packers defensive line, which has just been you know handing out free rushing yards to anybody who wants them. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. And uh, the Hard Rock Sportsbook app, which is now active in the state of Florida, uh, they have a uh, boost available for the the chalky Thanksgiving favorite parlay. So if you wanted to go check that out, you could do so. We've got Jacksonville at Houston. Your Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Texans. The line continues to move in the Jags' favor, so there must be some sharp money on uh, on the Jaguars here. I, I, I like Jacksonville in this spot. The, Houston's been playing really well at home, but the Jags are a wagon when they're away from Jacksonville. For whatever reason, they're the road warrior team of the NFL this year. I think I'm on the Jags. Curious to get your take on this because you're generally pessimistic when it comes to your team, and they uh, they did get blown out two weeks ago. Yeah, you know, in my, my picks column each week, I always have to, you know, give a disclaimer that it's like when I pick against the Jags, it's a, like, Nick Whalen mental health hedge that I'm making. Uh, you know, I, I took the Titans to cover last week took the Jags to win straight up but I you know I'm always I'm always pessimistic in these spots like when you've been when you've been beaten down the way I have as a Jags fan for the last 25 years like it, it's it's going to take multiple years of of success uh for me to like fully trust the team like the Jags in this spot uh I mean the AFC South could very well be on the line this week which is insane if somebody had told you that going into the year you'd be like what is what is happening here um and what's happened is that cj stroud has turned into one of the best rookie quarterbacks in recent memory uh texas already own a blowout win in jacksonville over the jags in week three i, I think both teams are better since then uh but i i, I really think this is a, a difficult spot for the jags i mean it's at houston that place is going to be rocking they know what's on the line here the jags still struggle to run the ball i, I know, you know some of the fantasy numbers for travis Etienne wouldn't back that up but they're 31st in rushing epa they struggle to generate chunk plays on the ground and if this turns into a game where neither team can run the ball which i, I think is likely i don't think houston's gonna be able to run on the jags defense either if it's all right cj stroud versus trevor lawrence airing it out 40 times i, I hate to say it but I, I think i trust cj stroud in this group of houston pass catchers more than i do the jags so i it's gonna be really close like my projected score was texans 31 jags 28 i think we get a shootout here um but i i think houston being at home cj stroud you know looking to me like the better passing quarterback week to week the higher upside quarterback week to week than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that pushes me in favor of Houston. And again, I, I need to give the disclaimer that I am a Jags fan. I'm always expecting the worst. You know, I'm doing a hedge here because if the Jags win, I'm happy. If they lose, then I'm right about my pick. So I'm playing both sides. But I think this is a really, really dangerous spot for the Jaguars. I, I think they're, if this turns into a shootout, I trust the Texans more. It's a, it's a smart way to handle it. But if it's not a shootout, I think that that's where I lean Jacksonville because their defense is better than what Houston's bringing to the table. Let's talk about another team inside of the state of Florida, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Indianapolis. The Colts beat the Patriots the last time we saw them. That was the final international game of the year. Then they had a bye week, and now they're two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Bucks. I find that spread to be really weird. We're just picking straight-up winners. I think the Bucks are the better team, so I'm not. I'm just not going to overthink this one. Uh, I trust Baker Mayfield just slightly more than I trust Gardner Minshew. 
I think the Bucks are the higher upside team if both teams play their best game. Uh, but the Bucks have some pretty huge injuries on the defensive side of the ball that I, I think could could end up swinging this. You know, Levante David uh, you know, suffered a groin injury on Sunday against the 49ers. We're not sure if he's going to play. Jamel Dean uh, almost certainly will not play. That's one of the starting corners for the Buccaneers. Carlton Davis undergoing an MRI for a hip injury. All three of those guys you know, just came out bruised and battered after playing the 49ers, which, which checks out based on how that game went. Uh, but if you're down your two starting corners and your best linebacker and Levante David like that, that's trouble against an indie team that, yes, they, they only scored 10 points in Germany against the Patriots. But prior to that, they were the only team in the NFL that had scored at least 20 in every game so far this season. So they, they bring a ton of variance to the table. You know, the ground game, I, I think, is really going to struggle for Indy going up against Vita Vea in this Buccaneers run defense. But, you know, Gardner Mitchell in these situations, man, like he can put up points. And do we trust the Buccaneers to keep up? I, I, I'm not sure that we do. I, I think this is, you know, much like the, the Jacksonville Houston game, I think this is going to turn into a Baker Mayfield versus Gardner Minshew, you know, which quarterback do you trust more type of game? And, you know, coming out of the bye, <clears throat> excuse me, for Indy, playing at home, I like the Colts here if you're looking for a straight-up winner, and I wouldn't even take them at minus two and a half. Mm. I, uh, well, I, it, good analysis on the on the defensive injuries that should play a big role. I would just, I mean, uh, we're not picking this, but the over feels like the right move. 43 and a half in that game. Yeah. These two teams the can't play there. defense, especially if the Bucks have injuries. What about the Rams and the Cardinals? This is a really tough one to figure out. This one's also a tight spread. Uh, the Rams on paper should be the better football team. The Cardinals do pack a punch now with yeah. Kyler Murray back under center. Where do you lean there? Uh, this is another one, you know, and I I wrote it up in my article and basically said it's, it's TBD because both Puka Dakua and Cooper Cup are banged up, and I think both of them could end up missing this game. And if that's the case, I'm taking Arizona. If both of those guys are in or even one of them is in, you know, you could talk me into the Rams. I, I, still, I'm not, I just don't really come away impressed with the Rams. I know they, they found a way to win that game against Seattle last week. That was a game they probably should have lost. You know, they trailed by two scores in the second half. You know, Seattle should have been up at least 14, if not 17 to nothing early on. You know, the Rams kind of buried themselves early. The, the running game is still kind of non-existent. I, I, you know, Stafford, in theory, is a player that I like. I think he's really fallen off. You know, the injuries have been part of that, but I didn't love a lot of the throws that he was making last week. You know, missed two wide-open receivers on plays that could have been touchdowns. He had a bad throw on a, on a late slant. That was kind of a weird play call by the Rams. I thought they were pretty lucky to escape that Seattle game, and you know, talent-wise, the Rams are, are definitely the better team. But all year long, you know, unless they're starting Clayton Tune, the Cardinals have showed up and they've given they've given fights to everybody. I thought they even played the 49ers really well early in the year when when they were still starting Josh Dobbs. And you know, Kyler Murray to me has, has looked like the Kyler Murray of old. There hasn't been a whole lot of rust for him to shake off. Rams should have beaten the Texans last week, or excuse me, the Cardinals should have beaten the Texans last week. You know, they they still have some offensive concerns, but. This one is a, a huge, huge stay away for me. I mean, there's a reason the line is, is Rams one right now. Uh, I will say, if the Kuhn Cup play, I'm taking the Rams. If they don't, give me the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals there. I like the way Kyler Murray's been playing. And you're right, this Cardinals team has played tough all year. This one's really tough to pick. The Steelers have a new offensive coordinator. The Bengals have a new quarterback in Jake Browning. What do you do with this? Yeah, yeah. Well, our total's 34 and a half, and for good reason. I, I'm kind of blindly taking the Steelers here. Um, you know, no disrespect to Jake Browning, who I actually think could be decent. I think he can game manage. He was a great quarterback at Washington. You know, a guy who has a lot of experience at the college level. I, I think he could do okay. Uh, but you know, this this is just setting up as like a classic Steelers win, right? Like the type of games that they've won all year, where you have a, a limited quarterback on one side, uh, you have a limited quarterback in your own right, and Kenny Pickett. 
Um, but I, I also think the decision to fire Matt Canada, it, it can't be a negative, right? Like it, at, at worst, it's like a net neutral. You know, maybe maybe there's a, a little bit of uh, you know kind of confusion going to a new offensive coordinator. But I, I don't see how this could possibly hurt an offense in a passing game that ranks 26th in EPA, 29th in passer rating, 31st in yards, 28th in yards per attempt, 28th in completion percentage. They only have seven passing touchdowns on the year. Like there's nowhere to go but up. Um, so I'm I'm actually more encouraged about the Steelers after firing their offensive coordinator. I, I think that that can only help what's been such a disastrous passing game. Yeah, I think the Bengals um, will, will be okay. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they're not going to be awful with Jake Browning because they have so much talent on offense. But this is just a bad time. They, the NFL is a weird league where you actually get better when you eliminate employees. And in, in most jobs, when you fire somebody at the office, everybody ends up in scramble mode and maybe you're not as good or effective in the nfl when someone gets fired that team immediately shows up and the steelers will probably play much better offensively um mike tomlin off of a loss has been pretty good over the course of his career as well okay let's wrap with the bills and the eagles this is a great game the eagles have this gauntlet schedule that just continues to roll along eagles on a short week here Bills, they're rolling. Same sort sort of situation we just talked about with the Pittsburgh Steelers, where they have a new offensive coordinator. I tend to lean Buffalo here, um, but I've been burned often picking against the Eagles. I, I like the Eagles. I really like the Eagles at this spot, and I know it can be dangerous to just you know roll with the the team that's playing better right now. Uh, I get all that, but um, yeah, you know, I I really think this is a good spot for Philly at home. You know, coming off of a big win at Arrowhead, in which they didn't really play that well. So that. That to me is, is kind of important here is that Philly played like a B minus game overall and still beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they feel really good about that. I think they feel that they can play a lot better this week at home. And, you know, Buffalo, we, we, I guess we feel better about them because they beat the Jets handily. But what does that even mean at this point? I mean, I, I, my concerns with Buffalo lie more on the defensive side of the ball. I think the offense is just fine. I think it was an overreaction to fire Ken Dorsey. I'm worried about this defense. And I, I think Philly, in a lot of ways, is kind of a nightmare matchup. And we, we didn't really get you know, a, a real sample of what that defense looks like. When you're playing Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle, that's not a true test. And you know there, there might not be a bigger leap right now than playing Zach Wilson and then playing Jalen Hurts and this Eagles offense. So I, I think the Bills struggle defensively here. I think we get a lot of points. You know, totals up at 48 and a half. Um, but I think the Eagles roll. Nick Whalen, you can find him on uh, rotowire.com. You can find him on Twitter as well at how, – how would you – it's at Whalen, but the L is a one. Is that right? Yeah, that that's, that's the best way to say it. it. It looks better in writing than it does spoken. <laughs> Loads of content over there to consume. And subscribe to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast as well. Nick and I, uh, we do about an hour episode together every Wednesday. You can also find him on SiriusXM. Uh, nightly on their Fantasy Network, Channel 87. Nick, it has been a busy day for both of us. We'll cut you loose, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for hopping on. Hey, same to you, man. Always great joining you. Coming up next, Raheem Palmer, betting analyst from The Ringer. He comes through his best bets of the NFL weekend and some stuff in the NBA tonight. Stick around. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.